Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 34 of Intuit. I am Sal. And I'm Lyndon. Who this rosé is hitting. Okay. As it should be. Mm-hmm. Pink Moscato because I'm a baby. <laughs> hey, whatever does the trick, that's all that matters. Listen, sometimes mama just needs her fix, okay? <laughs> I got my juice. I, I told mm-hmm. Lyndon I took a page from your book this week. As you should. Got as some you should. nice tangerine juice from Trader Joe's. Yo, it's just the serotonin that I need. Oh my God. I can't wait to put you on to mango juice. Lord have mercy in heaven. <laughs> Ugh, literally orgasmic. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But hope you enjoyed last week's episode with the wonderful Mariah and Camille from Textured Air. We love yes. them. They're freaking hilarious. Oh we had God. such a Mariah- good time attacked me today she sent me a text with it was a picture of a tweet i'll literally pull it up uh, my phone's dead never mind i guess i won't be pulling it up but it was a picture of a tweet and it said what are two people that like off the bat you wouldn't think but when you look at them they look exactly the same and it was a picture of bow wow and harry styles i'm gonna be for <laughs> some forever haunted by that tweet haunted it's, it's kind of accurate though that's why it's haunting me because it's so accurate oh my god and then it doesn't even help that today people started like putting pictures of like his house i'm hoping from realty websites from like when he bought it or when it was a listing and not like you know actual pictures of his house today okay who's this harry styles yes harry styles like pictures of his house I guess before he bought it or when it was on the market whatever Mm. people put it on like tiktok and were judging it and it's it's unnerving. It's, it's <laughs> did it just like irk you to your core? Like how no, dare you it disgrace was, his name? No, it wasn't even like decor. Like what's her face from Real Housewives of New Jersey? Remember when we talked about her house and how oh, Teresa Jewanice? Yeah. Yes. No, it wasn't like Teresa's house. It was just like there was one picture of a staircase with pink, like bright pink carpet. Ugh. And then there was another picture of his bathroom. He seems like that type, though. But. It was like hot pink though. Like he that's some like custom that type. order type shit. Yeah. Listen, if that's what he wants, that's what he wants. My personal aesthetic, I will be taking a page out of Dakota Johnson's kitchen. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. Ste- but he strikes me as someone who's very campy and gaudy. Like that wouldn't surprise me with coming from him. I feel like yeah. we kind of see that in his outfits, no? Oh yeah. Oh, I'm still thinking about the Grammy's outfit. Ten out of ten. Thank you for that one, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, how have you been? You know, like we just, no, I've actually been fine. I, That's good. I, as you know, I blew dry my hair today, which took about two hours. That was, you know, really, really fun. Whew. Hashtag, you know, being black. Yeah. <laughs> Washed my hair last night. That took a while. So now that it's fully done, I feel safe. I'm getting box braids this weekend. It's a good day. There we go. There we go. What's up with you? I've been good. You know, work. I have off tomorrow, which is nice. Oh, that's nice. It is nice. Um, well, hallelujah in heaven, the Lord hath risen, and I got a PTO. <laughs> Her. Yes. <laughs> We're kind of like getting close. I have like a countdown to when, you know, get my vaccine, getting that like two week after period, counting down the days, already making mm-hmm. plans to get together with friends safely y'all safely be, be, nothing major y'all still better be wearing masks you know just you know a bit more comfortable now yes <laughs> speaking of that i have yes. just been so and i know i beat this to the pulp on this podcast but we've gone through the entire pandemic together on this show and yes we have it's just relatable at this point we are so close to the end and i just can't believe that people just don't give a shit even now. Yeah. The amount of it's people terrifying. that are going on spring break or winter break. People are going on spring I break. I have not. Okay, listen. Prior to the pandemic, I have been on an airplane once in my life. And I'm not trying to diss not travel. Really. If you yeah. can do it, do it. But now is not the time. And I promise you, you will be okay without it for one year. One year, we were just asked to not. Well, it wasn't supposed to be one year, but then it like came to be one year because nobody listened. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, stop. Like you do not need to travel right now. No, absolutely not. And another thing too is it's one thing to do domestic travel within the contingent United States. You know what I mean? It's another thing to do 
international travel to another country. Now, granted, people have to do international travel because of visa, passport, green card reasons. Okay, Absolutely. that is a completely different. There is different a difference. Situation. Yes, exactly. If it's but something serious, like, let's go on vacation yes. to a country that probably doesn't have as you know much of a plan in terms of vaccine distribution or like COVID care as the United States might have it. You know, like why put those people in danger? Not even that. Within the United States, like people that are going oh, to Miami, stop. <sighs> Miami's a different breed. Miami's on a different level. Well, I, apparently, we know it's that. like there is no COVID there. I know somebody that's staying down there right now. And well, it's like, not yeah, that it's- there is no COVID. It's that they have absolutely no restrictions. They've like taken everything down. It's oh, absolutely, yeah. Terrifying. If they're treating it like there is no COVID, even though COVID's still here. Very She's real. And I believe I saw it. one of the heads of the CDC go on and say the other day that like. It does not look good where we're headed right now based on no, everyone just getting up surge. and traveling because exactly. there are variants that are coming up and it does not look pretty. So stay home. Like, stop. Oh, my God. Stop. Yeah. I just, at this point, I'm just excited to get together with a group of friends that I haven't seen in over a year. Like yeah, six of us. Mario Kart. Yeah, yep. that's it. Just go over someone's house, hang out, maybe not even wear a mask, but just the five of us just hanging out and everyone being vaccinated and being safe but everyone else apparently people have been doing that since like march last year and i'm like yeah <laughs> ain't it terrifying ain't it terrifying it i know exactly how so you frustrating feel. and it's just frustrating yeah. when you talk to people and they're like so what are you doing over easter or what are your plans and i'm like staying home and then they Literally. look at you like you're kind of crazy and it's like gaslighting almost because it's like no no it is no it i'm keeping people is. safe I'm literally saving lives by staying my ass in the house. So the only type of travel I'm considering is maybe doing like a mini northeast road trip just to go on like hikes and walks and stuff. And like with this road trip, do it with a very specific group of people that have as many COVID precautions that I have also had as well. We're waiting till we're all all double vaccinated, waited our two to four week period afterwards, make sure we get them antibodies. And, and plus then, like, it's a road out- trip. You're driving. Exactly. You're not getting And like rent out whole Airbnb so it's not like we're in, you know, hotels or hostels or anything. Like exactly. it's as positive, That's like, totally as different. If you're driving yeah. somewhere, even now with people in your pod or whatever, that's fine. But don't be going out to bars and restaurants and then going back to work the next day. I mean, thank I God I'm not in the office right now because I think I yes. go nuts. It's I just say not fair. That that's one thing that I hope that doesn't change when things start to go back to normal. I do not want to go back to an office well that's a whole different (laughs) yeah i just i personally i know some people they work better in an office and i completely understand that i like working from home i find it a lot more i agree with you i've had a huge revelation in terms of that it is so nice working from home and you save so much time commuting and just all that time wasted for nothing especially too like if your job through covid if like your company has proven that you at least with your personal position can work from the home point? fully and it's still fine. Like, what's the point of it's going like, in? why have a meeting when it can just be an email? Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I d- d- why have yep. a meeting in person where I have to travel to it when it could either be an email or a phone call? That's it. That's it. That's all it has That's to be. That's all it needs to happen. I, I just want to finish this on one note. If you are mm-hmm. posting infographics about social justice, but going on vacation and being willfully ignorant in regards to COVID, Please spare us all the time. Yeah. You need to respect just human life in general before you get into the nitty gritty of it. And I I get where you're coming from. I think that's great that we're trying to stay informed and mm-hmm. social justice in terms of minorities is a huge issue. That's very important. But we're just asking for the basics at this point, babe. The and you can't minimum. even give us that. <laughs> My thing is, I'm going to take it a step further. If you're posting infographics... But your boyfriend is racist as fuck. Whew. Sweetie, keep it. Sweetie, keep, keep it. it to we yourself. know that as long as they're blowing your back out, you really don't care about social justice <gasps> issues. Because if you did, you wouldn't be dating somebody. Mm-mm. That goes against all of your supposed values that you're posting about. Mm-mm. Okay. Okay. Okay, sis. Whew. Go off, I guess. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we have a lot to talk about today. I have I'm pages sure upon pages do. of notes. So we're going to be back after Wait, this. Before What's we up? go on break, please yeah. tell me the Suez Canal is part of it. No, it is not. Oh my God. I'm adding it to the list. Okay, we'll, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good teaser. We'll be back after this.
And we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it on all the juicy news, hot gossip, stuff we care about, stuff we don't care about, etc. I just want to start off with the bullshit. I think we should save okay. your story till last since you said it was funny and yeah, no, let's, a lighthearted let's save that note. One till last. I've been wanting to talk about this the past couple of weeks, but then this bitch really gave me a reason to talk about it. Ooh. So who is it? Megan McCain. Oh, Lord, here we go. <laughs> Get y'all seatbelts on. <laughs> has, quote unquote, apologized for dismissing former President Donald Trump's racist nicknames for COVID-19. Oh, what? Yes. And okay. they had a conversation last week before she apologized about okay. how. Was it on The View, right? Yes. Okay. This rhetoric led to the shooting in Atlanta. Which was despicable, and we need stricter gun laws. Absolutely. It's literally like a racist hate crime, and that man was a terrorist. Oh, absolutely. Terrorist. That's it. End of story. And this rhetoric led to that. Absolutely. Point blank Are we surprised, though? No. Like, the way that Trump was talking about this virus and blaming it on China or people of Asian descent was absolutely despicable. This is what he wanted. From the jump. This is exactly what he wanted. And when they were talking about this, I specifically remember watching back in March of 2020 and remembered what Meghan McCain had to say. And Mm. she said back in March of 2020 that she didn't have a problem with people calling COVID-19 whatever they want, whether it be Uh, the Wuhan virus, etc. Um, Miss Ma'am. So when I first saw them talking about it last week, I was like, oh my fucking God, how is nobody calling her out on what the fuck she said last year? How am I the only one that remembers what she said? Except John Oliver... Made sure to call oh. out Megan McCain on last week tonight. Period, period. And he said, oh, good. Megan McCain doesn't have a problem with it. Listen, not to the scores of Asian Americans telling everyone that the term is dangerous and offensive. Instead, gather around and take the word of a wealthy white woman who's dressed like she's about to lay off 47 people over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> and... It just pisses me off because Megan McCain came out with this statement from like Uh a publicist. I did not see a video, nothing. And she said, she tweeted rather, I condemn the reprehensible violence and vitriol that has been targeted towards the Asian American community. There is no Mm -hmm. doubt Donald Trump's racist rhetoric fueled many of these attacks, and I apologize for any past comments that aided that agenda. We had this recent moment on the talk with Sharon Osbourne, and honestly, I feel like this should be held in the same regard. Absolutely. Because... Obviously, we have the stop Asian hate, you know, thing going, which obviously is a good thing for the long run. My thing is that this has been boiling for so many years and people refuse to acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. And that so many people thought that they were actually with the Asian community when really that they were just utilizing the Asian community like many people do with the black community for pure entertainment reasons. Mm -hmm. And The fact that her and people like her and many people out there were willing to just, you know, accept that the president of the United States, granted, Donald Trump was a very particular case study in the history of the world. But I mean, are we surprised that somebody like Donald Trump made it into the office? Like, I mean, if you look at the history of presidents, I'm not too shocked, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But when he was making those comments from the jump, I remember feeling like my skin was fucking crawling because the way that he was blaming it on a specific group of people when that could have happened to anybody. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's just absolutely so despicable that people look down on other groups of people, whether it's for, you know, something like the coronavirus that may have originated in a specific area, but that's not the fault of the actual people there in any way, shape or form. I think it's most jarring because conservatives like to paint it like this non-biased thing where it's like, oh, well, it just originated there. We're not pointing the finger. But then you see, if you look back at videos of Donald Trump, he is so vindictive and so aggressive. He Mm -hmm. is making a point to tell people to incite violence and attack Asian Americans for this virus that they did not cause. 
It's absolutely manipulative. It's the similar behavior that a lot of people have where it's you're taking this thing that in this case, the coronavirus, that the government had a responsibility to address and effectively, you know, help the people that it's... There is no reason why there's been so many deaths in the U.S. for coronavirus. Like, we should have done even more in terms of measures and taking care of people in the long run. Mm -hmm. But that's a a similar but separate conversation. Exactly. However, when it comes to placing the blame, it's making it seem like it's an us versus them thing when we are all going through the same thing. It is not an us versus them thing. It just happened to originate in China. If it happened, if it originated in the US, it would still be the same fucking shit. Yes. It probably would have ran just as rampant no matter what. So I don't understand why you're continuing this rhetoric that you should attack Asian people because they brought, like, you know, the coronavirus over here, but that's exactly not what happened. Mm-hmm. And you know that. And you know that for a fact, but you're literally placing the blame on other people so that you don't get the blame about how you're literally not taking care of your people and your constituents. Fuck you. And speaking about this us versus them notion, she does this all the fucking time on this show. Absolutely. And it's so irritating. The past couple of weeks, she's been bringing up how at the beginning of the pandemic, this is like the thing that she's brought up over and over again in terms of Dr. Fauci saying that, Oh, back in March, it wasn't really clear as to whether people should be wearing masks, whether they should, whether they shouldn't, and then come to find out all along we were supposed to weeks later. And she's like, I just think it's ridiculous that they can't give us, you know, a definitive answer as to whether or not we should wear masks or even when this pandemic's going to be over. And she loves talking Which about her friends. It's a new friends. fucking virus. It's a new virus. She talks about like... <laughs> Oh, you know, my friends just want this to be over with. They're so sick and tired of this. Like, okay, first of all, your friends probably don't even believe that this shit's real, number one. Your friends are probably the ones out partying. Thank (laughs) you. And number two, you are not a scientist. You do not know fucking jack shit. Let the professionals do their fucking job. Would you rather them jump to the conclusion and not have a definitive answer and tell you, oh yeah, you don't have to wear a mask. This is going to be in the clear next week. And then everyone dies and cases skyrocket. The whole point is to err on the side of caution because the scientific evidence does not show, or at the time did not show what was going to happen. Exactly. So they couldn't give you a definitive date because it was up in the air still. And they wanted people to err on the side of caution and stay the fuck home so shit didn't get worse. Exactly. And I know, like, for me personally, when the news was starting to rumble about a potential lockdown for a couple weeks, I personally... I believed that it was serious, but I was one of the people that believed that, you know, for younger people it wouldn't affect them like nearly as much. But I wasn't like going out doing whatever the hell I wanted to. I was just kind of like, okay, this is what I believe right now. But the second we went into lockdown, uh, you know me. <laughs> yes. And I had the lights on. I was with wiping down everything, wearing double masks from the beginning. Like once they show and they take the precautions, like I'm still going to follow it because it's better safe than fucking sorry. Yes. And I agree with you on that. You know, there are still a lot of things up in the air. And even then it was like, I don't know if it affects younger people or whatnot, but I am going to err on the fucking side of caution. And I remember on the show, the one day she was like, the fact that I, Megan McCain, don't even know when I'm going to be eligible to get a vaccine. Bitch! Literally so you millions of work Americans. from home. You are not fucking an essential worker. So no, you were not going to get a vaccine back in fucking January. You're literally mm-hmm. alluding to the fact that you're a fucking McCain and you should be first on the list. Exactly. Bitch, no. Sorry Mm-mm. for the first time in your fucking life. You need to get to the back of the line like everyone fucking else. Like, I understand that she's sick and tired of the pandemic, but we there's people are. that have literally feared for their life the entire pandemic because they are immunocompromised, because they are on the front lines in hospitals, clinics, grocery stores, you know, working every single day and yes. having to go to work every single Don't day have a and choice. being at work with customers or clients that, you know, might not take precautions as seriously as they can and putting their life in danger. So I'm sorry that you feel uncomfortable that you've been, you know, sitting a little too pretty in the house for a bit too long okay so have we all you gotta wait and plus it's like if the doctors knew you don't think they would tell us like the fuck 
You don't think we all want this shit to be over with? That's what I don't get. People are like, oh, th- you know, it's about time. This shit needs to be over with. You are not God. Okay. Like, you, you do not You're decide. not a referee. This isn't a fucking basketball game. Like, this isn't I, about you. Like, this it just is literally a play. It's so a freaking plague. bizarre. It's absolutely Ugh. disgusting. Well, my only thing is that even with, you know, getting vaccinated and things starting to open up and more, you know, more, bit more herd immunity. I'm still going to be wearing a mask in public spaces. Oh, I don't trust. N- After this fucking year, I do not trust none of you bitches. Yes. Not a single one of you. I'm only taking that mask off around people I trust. Thank and you better you. trust that. <laughs> and later on, I hate to go on this tirade, but she was talking about affirmative action and oh, God. identity <laughs> politics. And she basically said, mm-hmm. the view is 25 years old next year. We've only had one Asian American co-host on the show. Okay. So does mm-hmm. that mean one of us should be leaving because there's not enough representation? What we're talking about is identity politics more than the qualifications of a job. And Tiffany Cross said something that I just want to read and then we'll end it here because I just really liked what she said. She said... Okay. Just like with the hairstyles, Megan, we've watched <laughs> you take it, twist it, braid mm-hmm. it, and mm-hmm. lock it so mm-hmm. it benefits the warped presentation of your own clumsy and ill-informed thoughts. Now, let's address the preposterous notion that somehow being a woman of color suggests that you aren't qualified. I actually understand why you may feel this way. Perhaps you assume that a person's ethnic identity may afford them some advantage. It's called projection. When Mm -hmm. one unconsciously ascribes traits that you don't like about yourself and attribute them to someone else. Like, I don't know if my only talent was who I was related to. Mm. I may assume that everyone else had some similar unfair advantage. Try Mm. being an ally instead of an adversary. I think, yeah, I think she needed, she said what she needed to say. She absolutely said what she needed to say. And we're just going to leave it at that. I can't stand her. The view needs to take better action. And I'm surprised that none of the co-hosts called her out on the show about it. I'm not sure if they have something under wraps behind the scenes. And they were like, just come out with a press statement and leave it at that. But that's fucking bullshit. You talk your talk on that show. Now own it. Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they probably talk about it and bring it up with her because they are not afraid to go back to bat with Megan McCain. You would, or they yes, usually just like they typically do. They're like, okay, Megan, but you they've can been stop now. oddly quiet about it, mm. which oh, makes yeah. me think otherwise. Let's I mean, that's just why move I also on. Don't regularly, yeah. move on, move on. <laughs> that's too much. Did you see the Tina Turner documentary? No, not yet. It's on my list. I have a full day of movies I want to watch tomorrow, including The People versus Billie Holiday. Oof, saw that. I told you about that, right? No, you haven't. Andrew Day was amazing, stunning. Of course, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I feel like the way in which they told her story was a bit just weird. They focused on random things. Like there were just a lot of sex scenes. And I think the bigger picture around the movie didn't have anything to do with that. And there was no need to necessarily show that, you know, because the movie pretty much centered around her performing strange fruit and the government being at arms about it. And it ultimately leading to her death because she resisted and kept wanting to sing that song. But there were just so many other random scenes that they just put in your face. And I don't know, I just felt like they were not needed. Let's focus on her story in terms of fighting for civil rights and five useless sex scenes you know but anyways tina turner documentary unbelievable i never really knew of her story in terms of especially domestic abuse and Mm. um just what a story and just the fact that i don't know i found it very inspiring because i think we're always on this like time crunch i mean we're in our early 20s and already i feel like i'm running out of time yeah This woman literally recreated her image so many times, time and time again. It's just so admirable and just so cool how she just took ownership of her career despite any of the adversity she faced and became one of the biggest superstars ever. Yeah. I mean, that's the biggest takeaway that I've heard people with their feedback of the story is that 
you, even if you feel like you're running out of time, you're probably not running out of time. Mm-hmm. Any time is a good time to start. I mean, we said, fuck it, this pandemic with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honey. All in all, it was very inspirational. I really enjoyed it. I never really knew about her life. I knew her music and her songs, but mm-hmm. her as a person I never knew about. And it was just very, very inspirational, especially yeah. the shit that she had to go through. Ugh. I'm sure. What is it on? What streaming platform? It's on HBO. Oh, let's go. HBO always has the good shit. I know. Fucking like Once shit. Upon a Dream. Bitch. I don't they know. Could never. Beyonce's Once Upon a Dream? What? What is that? You don't remember her Once Upon a Dream documentary where she was like filming on her MacBook? Oh, I do. I know what you're talking deck. about. What did she say? <laughs> oh my God. She's like, I don't know if God's speaking through me or. Wait, what does she say? She, she know what I know I'm talking exactly. about. I'm seeing her on the deck with like either no makeup or very minimal makeup, no and the makeup. camera's like definitely it's no like makeup. kind of pointed upwards, and she's like looking up into the camera almost. <laughs> yes. And there's a back deck. I know so exactly melodramatic. what you're talking about. Whew. Good for her. <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to talk about that briefly because I watched it. Go watch it if you want to watch something inspirational and very neat. And yeah, did you hear about all this Quavo and Sweetie mess? <sighs> I have heard remnants of it and so many things were coming out at some point that I was like, you know what, let me take a break from this for a couple of days and come back to put the pieces together. So if you've already put the pieces together for me, thank you yeah. for that. And by the way, I'm already tipsy, so we are in for a ride. There we go. I'll be honest, I am not familiar with these people. I know a few Migo songs, but aren't they transphobic? Like I heard that through Grapevine not too far ago. But um, I didn't even know who these people were. This is just a big story, and I feel like we need to tell the people about it. I know Sweetie more than I know Migos and Quavo. I know the story of how they got together because it's absolutely ridiculous. But I don't really understand what happened with the breakup. I know that they did break up. So they broke it off, and then she alluded to him cheating. I knew that, yes. Yes. She said, I've endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. And Quavo apparently was very upset about that. Just the fact that she revealed that to the public and like, how dare she? And it's like, listen, you fucked up. But like at the same time, I feel like she did it in a tasteful manner. Like she's not. But not even. I hate bitches that are always like, oh, this should have been cut. It's one thing to like, okay, if it's maybe like a very sensitive topic secret that you don't want just everybody to know that's one thing but it's another thing of like you fucking up and then after the breakup somebody being like well this is my truth and then you being like this should have stayed between us Um, it's her experience it's what she exactly why are you trying to shush her yeah because you're embarrassed yeah so surveillance footage came out at sweetie's apartment complex in north hollywood from 2020 And at first it showed both of them standing outside an open elevator. And when it starts, Sweetie is swinging at Quavo. And he dodges the hit and drops this orange case. I don't even know what it was. Quavo grabs it and they're both like struggling for this case. I don't know what's inside. Apparently something valuable. Who the fuck knows? I'm watching it right now. Yeah. So he like grabs her arm, swings her into the back of the elevator wall, and then they both go down and she's like laying on the ground. At one point, the elevator opens with some guy standing outside, just like shocked. I think he was like a resident of the building. And then finally it opens on another floor and Quavo gets off the elevator and keeps it open, and she like slowly picks herself up. She's visibly in pain and limps mm-hmm. off. And she came out and said, actually today, she said, this unfortunate incident happened a year ago. While we have reconciled since then and moved past this particular disagreement, there were simply too many other hurdles to overcome in our relationship, and we have both since moved on. <sighs> oh my god. Yeah. I- I don't know what to say. I I think it's a very scary incident and it was obviously released for money. I mean, TMZ got a hold of this footage. God knows how. And it's just a shame because neither one of them got to tell their sides of the story on their own terms. They weren't given that opportunity. Mm -hmm. Not saying that they would, but they weren't given the option. It was kind of taken away from them because this is something that's very personal and scary and yeah i i don't know what to say it's it's just sad and i hope that they both work out their 
trauma from this because it looks yeah. like it was not pretty. Oh, absolutely. I've, obviously, we've only seen a very short clip of what seems to be probably something that happened for a while before the. That's what I'm saying. There's so much more behind this that I can't make a comment on it. Exactly. It's so inconclusive, like with what we have. I mean, the only conclusion that we can get from it is maybe like, you know, maybe it was for the best that they broke up. For that I can agree with. Yes. Yeah. But in terms of who is right, who is wrong, I don't know 100%. You can't. I think think that they both have the right to tell their own stories whenever they're prepared to, though. And I think. Yes. If. Like, you should never feel unsafe in a relationship, though. That's one thing that I absolutely believe. You should never feel unsafe in a relationship. And it's okay to leave if the only reason you want to leave is because you feel unsafe. That is 100% a valid reason to leave a relationship. Absolutely. And we believe women here. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Oh, you think I'm going to trust a man? (laughs) And a lot of people were bringing that up, but at the same time, it was like, sweetie has never come out and addressed that. And... In the video, she was caught swinging too. And I'm not saying like, maybe that's not the case. Who knows? Maybe there was domestic abuse in this relationship. But again, we do not know about that. So let's stop pressing this subject. Let them deal with it on their own until they want to come out and say something, whether it be Sweetie or Quavo, whatever, because there's so much unknown. I think what we can take from this though, is that this is not a healthy relationship and Mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah, and they should have broken up. At least based off of the what we know, they should have broken up. Yes. It's for the best. <sighs> Alrighty. Yeah. Moving forward. Miss mm-hmm. Ariana Grande. Ooh, what's she in the news about? Is joining The Voice. I heard about this. I heard about this. What song are we singing? Hey. <laughs> I hope it's something good. But she's going to be joining <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, Blake Shelton, and John Legend. Now, I just want to say this real quick. I confuse Blake Shelton with Luke Bryan all the time. See, I know Blake Shelton, but I have no idea who Luke Bryan is. He's I've a judge on American name. Idol. Uh, I forgot American Idol was still going on. Yeah, Yay. with Katy Perry and Lionel Richie. Yeah. I actually watched an episode a couple weeks ago and I can't stand it anymore. I hate that they have instruments. They should be singing a cappella, period, in the first round. And they don't do the funny, you know, people that suck anymore. They don't do that. I think they and- probably stopped that because that was like low key bullying. Like there was no reason for them to still allow people to like in those rounds if they really didn't think that they could sing. Yes. But was it entertaining? Uh, yeah. Yes. I, I understand okay. why they stopped it. Yes. Yes. Okay. I hate to say it, but it was. And you know, the people that were auditioning, they were judging it up. They were milking it. Like, I don't think anyone was really upset, but who am I to say that? But I think for the exactly, most part, yeah. some of them were so out there that it was like, this is, they're. This can't be real. Yes. This cannot be real. <laughs> but apparently they changed producers and that's why they made the shift. Like when they came mm. back like two years ago. Okay. But that has nothing to do with this story. I don't know why I'm talking about that. But yeah, Ariana Grande is joining The Voice, and a lot of people are shocked. And I'll admit, I was shocked at first. She's in the peak of her career. This is not something mm-hmm. that someone in the peak of their career does. It's usually something that they do later on. I mean, you would do it too for a check. This seems like a fun little thing to do with your friends. Yes. I don't see why not. And what else is she to do? She can't tour. She <laughs> needs to make so- her money somehow. And they have to be paying her a pretty penny. Oh, yeah. But she's one of the most streamed people at the moment. So she's definitely get her coin. But I wouldn't be surprised if she's doing it just because she's like, fuck it, I can. Like, I have the time. I might as well. I'm not touring. I'm not doing anything else. Exactly. And the amount of ratings they're going to get because of this, that is going to skyrocket. Because people want to see the outfits that she's going to wear. People want to see what she's going to have to say. People go, the Arianators are going to go fucking nuts. And this was Mm -hmm. a smart decision on The Voice. And I am most certain that they are, if not break even, make a huge profit off of this next season because Mm -hmm. the girls are just going to tune in. That's it. Yeah. My question is, though, for both The Voice and American Idol, is there anyone that has either won or been on it that I would have known at this point? No. That's my thing, too. Like, these singing shows are still happening, but it's not creating as big as stars as it was before. I guess because also now they're streaming, so maybe less people are watching cable. 
and these shows regularly, but not only that, you have so many people that have started their careers on SoundCloud or even TikTok exactly. now that you don't even need to go on one of these shows. That's how That's it was back in the true. day. And I saw a tweet that was like, we know more about the judges on The Voice than we do about any single contestant that's ever been on the show. Yeah. I feel like it's a good place to, you know, maybe get your start. And I feel like for sure, it could be a good jumping off point, but I don't think it's the end all be all like it was before. Oh, I mean, because we had like not. Kelly Clarkson, Carrie Underwood, Jordan who Sparks, else? Jennifer Jordan Hudson, Spar- Fantasia. We had the huge times have ma- changed. Oh, Fantasia. It has changed. I guess people, I'm, I don't know. I guess I just don't watch these shows anymore, but I guess there's still an audience for it. But I think, yeah. But I think there's own- definitely an audience, but it's not the same. There, there's a girl, Mackenzie Thomas, a couple years ago that was on The Voice that I followed. I, I just followed mm-hmm. her. I don't know why. I just tuned in one night and I was like, oh my God, this girl is fucking unbelievable. But yeah. she did not win. I'm pretty sure she was like in one of the final fives or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she really hasn't gotten a record deal or anything from it and it's just a shame because she's so fucking talented but i think it's so oversaturated now with social media that it's tough no i hear that i mean but also too like a lot of people are self-releasing stuff like i know multiple people that have music careers or you know put out music and stuff they do not have a record deal no they're still doing their shit on their own terms that's literally uh, the follow chance the rapper we talked about, we that talked last about week, that's but, all a different story but he started yeah, but like on yeah, soundcloud there's so many people that started off as you know soundcloud people tiktok like you said instagram so i think it's maybe a good place to get some type of a following going but i don't think it's nearly mm-hmm. the way it was before in the early 2000s that it is now but either way go ariana grande i think this was a cute choice and like mm-hmm. you know she's gonna do great and the ratings yeah. are gonna go through the roof and I'm i mean tune in. i was even surprised when she was doing like hairspray live a few years ago i was like why are you doing this like you don't i think she just likes to have fun i think she just that's does what shit i was going fun. to say she just likes to have fun and i think this is going to be fun i would love to yeah. be a judge on one of these shows like are you kidding oh, me too even though i have no credentials to be a judge in any way shape <laughs> exactly. or form I would love to be a judge. I just want to press the button and turn around. And turn around? Oh, so yeah, fun. bitch. And be like, oh, big reveal. Except I would be one of the people that would accidentally like rub off the button and didn't mean to press it. <laughs> you turn around awkwardly and you're like looking around. You're like, oh shit. No, wait. Nope. Bring me back. That would absolutely happen to me. It's one of my biggest fears. Maybe I shouldn't become a judge. Let me sit down. But I could I'm be a be guest tuning judge. in, Miss Ariana Grande. I know I'm definitely going to be watching for the outfits and what she's gonna have to say so that's that on that this next story mm-hmm. okay so Lil Nas X <sighs> came out with his Montero call me by your name music video let's talk about we're gonna it. talk about I that. think we should have that conversation but mm-hmm. what we need to talk about is Nike suing the maker of his Satan shoes what? for trademark infringement so they're suing the art collective behind the Lil Nas X Satan shoes that have sparked, you know, this huge social media backlash. So Nike accuses MSCHF Product Studio Incorporated. So he gave out 666 <laughs> pairs of these modified Nike sneakers. And mm-hmm. they had like what was alluded to be like blood on the bottom. And then they had like, I think, 666 on the side and... They were modified. They were uh, Nike Air Max 97 sneakers, and they had like an adorned bronze pentagram Mm -hmm. charm on the side. I kind of love that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It was so funny. But this is infringement. You know, it's reflecting the Nike face and the Nike name. And Yeah, it has a full-on Nike logo, and it wasn't Nike? No. Uh, He went through a third party to modify these shoes and then went on Twitter and gave them out. Oh. So it was like he bought the yes. shoes and then got them modified and then sold it. Damn, they were going for like over $1,000 a pair. <laughs> I know. That, okay, listen, I love the music video. I think he is the ultimate troll. I mean, would we expect anything less from a Barb? No, I absolutely love it. Thank you. I absolutely love it. But I will say the only stupid thing about this was coming out with these damn shoes. Yeah. Like, what were you thinking? Clearly you weren't. You can't just do that. You can't. You know? Without, like, getting permission from Nike. Like, that's their logo. And I this know. lawsuit is going to be hectic. 
Oh, I'm scared. Are they going to sue him or are they going to sue the third party? Either way. I mean, I don't know the details, but I wouldn't be surprised because Little Nas X is a part of it. But the music video. Yes. I just want to read what Lil Nas X tweeted because I personally related to it. I'm sure you did. And it, mm-hmm. it's just so true. Yeah. He said, I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the shit y'all preached yep. would happen to me because mm-hmm. I was gay. Mm-hmm. So I hope you are mad. Mm-hmm. Stay mad. Mm-hmm. Feel the same anger you teach us to have mm-hmm. towards ourselves. Oh, yeah. And then someone else tweeted this, which I really liked. When you traumatize a whole generation and more of kids with the concept of a literal hell, something Jesus never preached, don't be surprised if they grow up, realize it was a control technique, and then use the imagery to make a point in their art. Shout out to Ashley Easter. I don't know who you are. I just know that was your name. I want to give you a shout out, girl, (laughs) because you were preaching it to the choir. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Oh my God, the Antichrist shit that I was into early. I believe I fully got into my screamo phase just because of my gayness. Absolutely, I did. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There was no reason for me to go through my One Direction phase and my emo pop punk screamo phase at the same time. No reason. I saw a tweet <laughs> and it was a screenshot of Katy Perry's music video for California Girls where she has like, what were they, like fireworks on her tits or something? Yeah, it was like the cannons for the fucking whipped cream. And the caption was, I literally saw this at 12 and turned out fine. (laughs) And it's the truth. Like we literally saw that at 12. And guess what? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm chilling. Straight chilling. And also, it is not his job to babysit your kids. Like he literally said, Old Town Road was about him doing lean. Like, chill the fuck out. It's not his fault that you played this shit for your kids. And that's the thing. Like, it's not celebrities' fault to fucking raise your kids. That's why when people say, oh, this is 18 plus, listen to them. You're supposed to use discretion. Yes. Like, it's okay. Take accountability for yourself. And also, it reminds me of something that I think somebody that's atheist said. I don't know exactly who this person was. How they don't like that a lot of Christians believe that if you don't believe in a, re- a religion that automatic- automatically makes you a bad person because you don't have a set like list of rules that you need to follow. But there's plenty of atheist agnostics so out there that are like chilling, doing just fine, not doing evil shit. And you can have your own set of morals and values that has nothing to do with religion. Exactly. I mean, sure, it can relate to it, but the fuck exactly but when was twerking on the devil i was like yeah no i felt that (laughs) i just love how he's been trolling everyone like did you see the video of him like crying and then like after two seconds it jump cuts to the music video of him like on fucking (laughs) satan's lap (laughs) i just love all the tiktoks people have where they're like trying to plead their case to god at heaven's gate (laughs) and then they see little nas they're like oh my god is that little nas and god's like you know him and they're like uh no, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Old Town Road was just a little a little pepper, just a little seasoning. But it wasn't the entree. It was not the entree. And I absolutely am ecstatic for this album. So excited. I feel like it's going to make me feel the same way that I did when I initially listened to Lana Del Rey's Born to Die album back in the day. Whew. I feel like it's going to have that effect, but with less, you know, like white people in it. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about Kendall Jenner's home getting broken into? Oh my god, no. I don't keep up with the Jenner Kardashian clan at all. <laughs> I really don't. So, <laughs> so this is actually pretty scary. She yeah, had sure. to file a restraining order against this 24-year-old guy who planned to buy an illegal firearm to <gasps> shoot her before oh killing himself. And then she also had to file another restraining order against Another guy who broke into her home, stripped, and was seen swimming in her pool before security had to get involved. What the hell? Yeah. That's terrifying. So she has applied for a restraining order against both of them, and she has moved out of the house, and apparently she has no plans of going back. Of course. I wouldn't. I... This is terrifying. But how did they not have shit under lock and key after the whole kim kardashian thing we have seen this time and time again i remember 
for, I hate to bring her up again, Lana Del Rey, somebody was like living in her garage for a couple weeks. Rihanna, somebody was living in her house for a couple weeks as well. It's scarily common. It's scarily common. And even if there is security, there's still always a way to somehow bypass it. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm just ignorant in knowing the ways in which people can break into someone's house. Yeah. But I'm just like, don't they have like 20 different security guards just for the one house alone like how i mean but i don't think that they have their security guards at their house constantly i obviously they're probably in gated communities with security guards around i don't think honey you need to have somebody in the the fucking basement oh my god if i was a kardashian i'm making enough money to have a whole separate wing (laughs) this is going to be like the fucking white house where they have to like press the button if we're going to fucking nuclear war if you take a single footstep on my fucking lawn, the fluorescent lights are going to start blinding you. The fences are going to be <laughs> popping up out of the ground. The sirens You're gonna are You're going to hear the sirens. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, get off the grass. They'll have your ass tackled down like that. Oh, I believe it. That, I, it's so weird. I might just be somebody that goes to extremes and is always constantly scared. I feel really <laughs> uncomfortable whenever people do house tours because I'm like, you're just going to show them the layout of your house? That is so true. And I liked her house. That's why I was upset that she's not going back. Because I really liked the design of her house. And I was like, sis, that's a pretty fucking house. I'm sure it's a pretty fucking house, but she's scared for good reason. (laughs) She has a good reason. Yes. I understand, obviously, any amount of security may never be enough, depending on the situation. But when Harry and Meghan didn't do the interview in even their own backyard, they didn't at a friend's house. I completely understood. You, oh, yeah. If I ever reach the level of fame or money that any of these people have, you will never know exactly ass. what. You are not. T- I am not filing my name under that house deed that will be going under an alias. Thank you very much. Thank you. Like, you will not know where I live. <laughs> Period. I'm sorry. We're just not doing that. Yeah. But that's scary. Shout out to Kendall. Hope things are going okay, Kendy. Yeah, girl. And, um, you, Even though I don't agree with you and your family, you needed to get out that house. You needed to yes. get out that house. We got some good news over here. Sharon Osbourne is leaving the talk. <laughs> but what? there's kind of a shitty part to this. Wait, so why? It was alleged in page six oh God, let me get my that wine. she would be leaving with a multi-million dollar payout. I think it was around $10 million was the minimum. She does not need $10 million. She does but not need $10 million. I will say CBS is denying that report. Thank you. Granted, could they be lying? Absolutely. However, That's what I'm saying. So who knows? But apparently she was caught walking to go get lunch, mind you, during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And she's over there, you know, smiling, giving a thumbs up. So I wouldn't be surprised if she walked out with a nice paycheck, which is bullshit. But you know what? Just get the fuck out. You, you know, at this out. point, just leave. Just we leave. don't need you here. In the words of JoJo, leave. Get out right now. Sorry, the pink Moscato is here. No, it is okay. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I'm just like, whatever. Don't let the door hit you. I don't love that she's getting a payout. But really? and the sad part is, like we've always said, I think you'll be able to quote it right now. She's she gonna be fine. is going to be okay. She's unfortunately going to be very okay by the end of this. Yes. Oof. I think we need to get that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be fine. In other news, mm-hmm. our last story. Not our last story. I still got my story. Second to last. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. But Rihanna was celebrating her album, Auntie. Oh, my God. I thought you were saying her new album. I just had a heart attack. Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, my God. Could you imagine? (laughs) No. Wait, the internet would be the first story. (laughs) Crazy. So she has spent five consecutive years on the Billboard 200 chart with auntie and she is the first black woman to achieve such a feat and she posted on instagram saying grateful to the most high for putting diehard supporters in my circle and a fan wrote celebrate by releasing a new song and she said i think i should (gasps) just one though Uh, rihanna i'm not getting my hopes up because she said this 20 million times over and over again obviously she's playing with us she's literally she knows what she's doing but rihanna please i'll take a crumb i'll take any crumbs that you're willing to give us please (laughs) rihanna rihanna just a taste just a drop of euphoria please supposed to come out with that um like jamaican inspired album last year or was it reggae 
Oh, she was. Yeah. So like we've been getting so many hints at nothing for so long, but I just think it's such a point to be made that Auntie has been on the Billboard Hot 200 for five fucking years. Literally. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) Work has been the summer song every fucking year. Every year. Her impact. And I still don't get sick of it. Oh my God. Same old mistakes off of Auntie. Needed me. Kiss (sighs) it fucking better. It gives me a level of euphoria that I don't think any drug will ever be able to provide. I fully believe that and I fully stand by that statement. 100%. Yeah, Rihanna. I mean, if you got something, even if it's just a studio session. Anything. I'm thinking acoustic, not acoustic. You don't even have to sing. Just give us something. (laughs) Please. That is all we're asking for. And that's all I got today. So what's your story? So the Suez. What's going on with uh, the Suez Canal? So do you know where the Suez Canal is? Isn't it by like Panama? Bitch, no. Panama is South America, right? (laughs) <laughs> we're about to sound no panama okay i'm looking at it back right now listen is by the okay south- this brings us to a bigger topic i've always struggled with geography oh if i'm you told me where the fuck arkansas is in the united states it's somewhere in the middle i would just be like okay center of the map somewhere <laughs> that's it i'm still mad i did not, not know where colorado was until like two months ago Are i you thought serious? it was all the- okay listen i knew it was towards the west uh, what do you- uh- i thought it was north because they get all that snow. It's, but it's literally pretty like close to the south. Dead center. In yeah, my it's opinion, dead it's fucking dead center. center. I actually once um, was messing around with a friend from high school who literally was like, I do not know where Pennsylvania is on a map. I don't. So I pulled up a map. <laughs> she lived in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. I pulled up a map and I was like, where's PA? She points at PA and goes, <laughs> we're not that big. And then points to Vermont. And it's oh, stuck honey. with me to this day. That was like five years ago. <laughs> Shout out to her. She's a great person. I literally have no beef with her. I just remember. No, that that's just so funny. And like PA has so many different sectors. Like it doesn't feel the like. The fact that you can drive across PA for thing. nine hours and still be in yeah. PA is a fucking crime. So I get where she's coming from yes. with that notion. Yeah. I get where she's coming from. So, okay. Back to the Suez Canal. Yes. So it's not Panama. Panama is in between Central America Egypt, and South America. I see now. Yes. Cairo. So yes. Suez Canal is over by Egypt. So it's the only passageway between Asia and Europe that you don't have to go through like around Africa to get to. And okay. it's also really important because it's a man-made canal. So it's not, you know, naturally there. Yes. So yes, many cargo ships go through here. This one big ass ship, this ship is allegedly... <laughs> I'm getting all of my news from random news sources and TikToks. I didn't really prep this one, y'all. So if I have anything wrong, please let me know. But allegedly, this ship was like bigger than the Empire State Building. Like a massive fucking ship. She was a fatty. She was. She had a fatty. Shoddy with a fatty. <laughs> oh, sorry. Wrong verse. But whatever. So this big ass ship was going through the canal. Allegedly, a lot of like local sailors will get onto the ship as they're trying to get through the canal to navigate it because it's so narrow. Okay. And Mother Nature said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to blow a gust of wind. <laughs> and this ship got stuck God said, wait, God said, God said. <laughs> it's not funny because it costs the world like so much fucking money. <laughs> Oh shit. So, We're in so much debt at this point. Who oh, the yeah. fuck even Who that are we doesn't in debt mean to? shit. The Galactic Federation? Anyways, so this ship got stuck. This big ass ship got stuck. They <gasps> tried fucking digging it out with fucking excavators and shit, and them bitches looked like teeny weeny little pebbles next to this fucking ship. Didn't no. do shit. They tried getting tugboats to steer this bitch the way she needed to go. Didn't fucking work. But you know who fucking came through? My girlfriend, the moon. It was a fucking full moon <laughs> and a high tide came in and they were able to Oof. get the ship out of that bitch. <laughs> the bitch being Good. the Suez Canal. But apparently, so what happened was this ship was caught in there. I think it was for like either a week or a bit over a week. Oh, shit. It was stuck. So it was blocking all of these other cargo ships from going You're through it. You're talking millions and millions. Like oh, it was billions. costing, I think in total, it was like $400 million an hour 
that this ship being Jeez. stuck was costing like the world economy or some shit yeah. like that. And a bunch of other ships were like, fuck it. And started going around Africa to Europe because they didn't they, like, they kept oh, being fuck. like, Oh, the ship's probably going to be out by today. It wasn't fucking now. That bitch was not moving. She and was that's not, not some moving. quick little ride. You got to go all the way around to Africa. Yeah. It extended the shipments for like 15 fucking days. Yeah. 15, that's half a month, 15 days. That's a whole paycheck period. Shout out to the moon. <laughs> Okay. She is literally my girlfriend. I am obsessed. I remember looking the at the moon. moon that night and being like, damn, girl, you looking fine as fuck tonight. Like, I <laughs> wish you were full more often. Exactly. But that high tide came through. They were able to get the ship out, but that ship fucked up some shit for a while. Like, when I say hundreds of ships were backed up because my of this one is, ship. Where are the fucking memes? They were all over TikTok. You missed them. They were incredible. Ugh. They were absolutely. People were saying, oh my God, the ultimate girl boss. <laughs> 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 tame ships don't make history like <laughs> no bitch no it was incredible it was very entertaining to watch granted was it a warning of late stage capitalism and excessive globalization absolutely 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 but it was very entertaining in the moment i hope we learn from it i hope we learn from it <laughs> but keeping up with this damn ship was very entertaining <laughs> and on that note that's been hot topics yeah and that's on what the Suez Canal. Hey, there we go. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Tittering Thoughts with me, Lyndon. Um, I'm very tipsy. And I just had this thought as we're talking about, you know, a little Nas X, religion, all that stuff. Me and you, Sal, we grew up in a religious, religious environment. Oh, honey, Catholic school. Oh, baby, I was on that Methodist grind. Years. That Methodist grind. We were side by side. We see each other. But, <laughs> but I want to know, what's something from your religious days that still hit? I will go first. Number one, stained glass. Fucking beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Gorgeous. The little snacks that you get once a month, you know them communions, delicious. Oh, Absolutely yeah. delicious. I remember once- Well, like, sister- Methodists do, like, legit bread, though. We, yeah, we had somebody make legit bread, and that shit was good. I used to be That's like, ooh, good. a snack. Because I always See, used to skip breakfast before church, and that was always a mistake. We have the fucking wafers at the Catholic church, and, and I saw a TikTok dry. of a girl who just, like, bought the fucking wafers and just, like, ate- <laughs> She, like, made, like, PB&J out of them. <laughs> And like ice cream sandwiches. It was kind of gross. Um, Wait, that's really but listen, funny. okay, we would have mass in the middle of the school day. Oh. So you know my ass was hungry as fuck. Absolutely. Munch, so munch. that wafer? Mm-hmm. That came through, huh? Was God's gift <laughs> on this planet Earth. It was his body and his blood. That little shot glass that they gave you after? See, delicious. you guys got to drink juice. We didn't get to drink shit because they actually... Give out wine. So. Oh, so you had wine. Y'all were turning up. This is a whole nother thing I have to say. I haven't gone to church in I don't know how many years. Same. And I don't know if they're still doing this shit. But passing that chalice around and then just wiping it off with that washcloth. Yeah, that's gross. Thinking that it's going to... It's not even a washcloth. Mm-hmm. It's a dry cloth. Mm-hmm. A white, dried cloth. Gross. The germs are still on that shit. And you don't think these motherfuckers, these 80-year-old folks... Don't have fucking backwash? Oh, absolutely they do. Absolutely. What we would do is we would dip the bread in the wine and then eat that. So we wouldn't drink. We wouldn't take shots. We wouldn't drink it. That's what we would do as like body, See, this blood, is whatever. why I always thought the Methodist church was so much more level-headed and just like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are she has her issues. Yes, she has many absolutely. of her issues. I don't but really fuck with her no more. In comparison. In compar- yeah, y'all were on a different level. <laughs> that gross ass shit are you kidding me yeah like i want to drink out of that glass after you just fucking slurp that shit up got your tongue all in the bitch absolutely not and they be taking gulps too gulps <laughs> fucking gulps. i remember i was sitting in mass once and i was like damn y'all that thirsty like <laughs> <laughs> yes because you have to sit on your fucking knees for god knows how long and that was one of the few moments that i was grateful that i was in a catholic church and not catholic because when you're methodist or at least when you're not catholic you can't go up for communion i sat my ass no. down i said you know what let me pray and by praying let me think about lesbian sex because that's apparently you... all i ever did in church back in the oh. day oh oh listen you were not missing out on anything oh i know i wasn't 
Oh my god. I'm trying to think what else like low key hit. Oh, Veggie Tales. Oh yes. Veggie Whenever they obviously. would roll out the TV during Sunday school, I was like, I know y'all got it. Wait, going did I on. tell you I saw like a lesbian Veggie Tale conspiracy theory? Oh wait, what is it? I know you did I tell don't me. Know the, I don't remember the details, but it does exist. <gasps> I'm gonna so look just it up because it's it probably up. real. Can we also talk about the people that love the song Oceans by Hillsong a little too much to <laughs> the gays pipeline? Because I think we should have that discussion. I think we should have that discussion. Yeah. That singer yep. did not look like she was straight. No. No. <laughs> she did not look. And I think it awoke something in a lot of us young females back in the day. I really yes. think it did. I really think it did. <laughs> that line specifically, keep my eyes below above the waist yeah they awoke something oh, in me she knew what she was saying yeah, she knew she what she knew was, what she was doing me? i actually now have a playlist called gospel songs i used to hate when i was in the closet <laughs> and i write i do not identify as christian in any way she performed anymore but i'll be bumping that shit sometimes yeah as you should i'll be bumping it veggie tales you is can on own there. that shit still bit. hill song back in the day come on now hill song was the <laughs> moment it was the moment, especially when you Stop. went to non-denominational churches. They love to do some Hillsong ass shit up there. When the white guy with the guitar showed up on stage, I was like, Oof. oh, y'all about to get it, huh? Yeah. And it was always the acoustic guitar. Yes. <laughs> and they're always bald. Always. Oh, they're always bald. bald well, the youth guy. pastors are always bald. Yes. Or my favorite. Yes. My favorite was when people would try and impress their crush by like how many chairs they could fold up after like five <laughs> What a time. What a fucking time. Oh my god. And the way people would be like, oh my god, like they're lifting up like four chairs at once. They're so strong. What the hell is you know wrong? My with ass this? was in the corner. I Oh, I, I was and I hate how time. sexist it was. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, all the boys like come collect the chairs. I was like, are you fucking for real? <laughs> and they're like holding four chairs at a time. You know my ass was barely, barely. Carrying one. One. Oh, absolutely me too Taking I was my one damn time, time. i was not one of the folder chairs people Mm-mm. it was not for me that nope. was not my gospel i'll sit over here <laughs> i will sit over here honey that was not my truth Mm-mm, it wasn't also too is it just me or we're learning bible verses hard as fuck back in the day you had to like memorize them yeah i went to like a christian like after school program for a while where you would get badges based off of how many Bible verses you learned and memorized. Oh, fuck. Bitch, everyone around me had like 14, and I think I had like two. <laughs> no, we had to remember like prayers, and that shit I still remember. Oh, like, my God. When I am like at the dentist, like when I got my wisdom teeth taken out, I was just saying all the prayers That's just a- to have something to focus on. <laughs> and it the shit sticks with you. And mind it you, does. these prayers are like five minutes long. Like they're oh not God. just like some little shit. Wait, say one. I might know it. Oh my God. I'm heartily sorry for having offended you. And I detest all my sins because of your just punishments, but most of all, because they offend you, my God, who are all good and deserving of all my love. I firmly resolve with the help of your grace to sin no more and to avoid the near occasion of sin. Amen. And that was That's before terrifying. Vatican II, or it wasn't Vatican II, something after. Whatever came out in like 2012 when they changed the shit again, bitch, I never learned anything after that. And I wasn't going to. Oh yeah. Why have me memorize all this shit in my childhood when you know it's going to fucking stick and then right <laughs> past adolescence be like you're like let's change it ah. no we're like, just no. gonna flip it off fuck you Don't do and that. you're gonna look like an idiot when you're in mass and you say and also with you instead of and with, with your, your spirit. spirit fuck that i'm not bitch. saying and with your spirit i'm fucking not. stupid bitch <laughs> That's what, that is how I'm I would feel. Mm-hmm. I'm not going with the masses. I'm not going with y'all. I'm sticking and also with you. That's where we're at right here. I don't know why y'all thought to change shit up. There was no shit that needed to be changed up. Like the fact that you memorize prayers and not actual Bible verses is insane. Mm. Whereas for me, it was like I memorized Bible verses, but I was never expected to actually interpret the Bible. Like how come we never learned about what actually happened at the end of fucking Jonah and the whale story? That bitch just walked off and we ain't never heard from him again. Like why don't they just always brush over that part? <laughs> and then there's also that story of fucking like abraham or some shit that was going up to the mountain to fucking sacrifice his kid for god and then god's like "Eh, jk like he was about to kill his son i think we should have that conversation yes 
I got a big question for me. And there are more important things that we need to be focusing on. Like, why the fuck did you just lay your son on that table about to kill him? Literally, let me know. I feel like a lot, like a lot of religious people. Granted, I'm not coming after people that are religious. If you no, choose to be yeah. religious and you want to be religious, as long as you're not condemning other people that are literally not doing anything bad, just living their life and you're chill with it, yes. I don't give a fuck. If you want to go off and do your religion, you know what? Go, go you. I support you. Christianity, Absolutely. Judaism, Hinduism, Buddhism, Islam, any, like literally go off, sis. Go off, sis. We're just talking about our experience. Our experience we with through. the Bible. With my experience with the Bible. Now that I'm older, I, I'm a bit more distanced from Christianity as I was before. And, you know, sometimes I just be cracking her up and being like, you know, what's going on over here? The more I read it, the more I'm like, God was funny as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this bitch was playing jokes constantly. He was. Like, the fucking story where the disciples are like, Jesus, women are, like, too sexy. Like, they're making us look at them. Like, what do we do to control them? And Jesus goes, have you tried gouging out your eyes? Like, that's funny as shit. That's funny. He was not like he was around. A, uh, he was no. a jokester. He was not. That story where he goes to the woman's house and her like brother or son or fucking shit died, and they were crying together for an hour, and then at the end, God, not God, sorry, Jesus was like, <sighs> wipes tears. I guess. Stand like if up. you really fucking want him back, like literally, he, like he could have just made him stand up. Like he didn't and then he need literally to go just said, him. yeah, he fucking said, <laughs> stand up. And that bitch fucking stood, stood up. Like, he turned water into wine. Like, that's a funny prank. Like, you fucking with people. Like, <laughs> like imagine being in that crowd. Like, being like, hey, I know we have these, a like, three fish and five loaves of bread, but bring as many people as you possibly can. I got something I want to show y'all. Like, a that's, good a, that's incredible. magic that's trick. That's funny. <laughs> oh, my I will gosh. say, going to church every week and staring at the wall in pure silence for you an hour. You had that spot, that corner of the wall yes. that you could always count on. You could always See, I would look at the always. cross, but like the bottom corner of the cross, so it would look like I'm, you know, repenting or really thinking about something. When I was probably just reliving the fan fiction I read the night before in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that shit was some gay-ass fanfic. Oh, it was absolutely homoerotic. <laughs> Every... I stopped reading Hetfix. I think I read maybe two or three Hetfix and said, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm going to go to the gay ones now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this isn't cutting it for me. I'm going to need something fruity. Fruity. This is definitely a little fruity. <laughs> <laughs> the gayer it was, the more I wetted it. To this day, I can't read Hetfix. I can't. I'm sorry. Ugh. I can't. It's just not. It's just not in the cards for me. If you read Hetfix, go off. Do what you need to do. That's just not my gospel. It's not in the cards. It's not in the cards for me. And on that note, this has been episode 34 of Into It. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Let us know what your favorite parts of church, synagogue, mosque, you name it. Whatever you're preaching or doing. Let us know. Mm-hmm. What's still be do hidden? Do you have any fun memories? What's still be hidden? <laughs> And I, that sounded so white. That sounded so Caucasian. Take that as a sign, white people. This is why we need to stop appropriating black culture. Yeah, because it just doesn't deliver the same way. Yeah, when y'all be doing stuff, I'm like, okay, enough. And? <laughs> you can stop. Oh now. my god, wait, what's what's that video? It's like, uh, uh, is it Miss Juicy? She's like, okay. How y'all doing? It is Miss Juicy. She's walking into a room. I know exactly what video you're talking about. She's like, yes. Hey. <laughs> and it's How like y'all crickets. Doing? <laughs> and the dramatic reality TV show music on top. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Deuces. Bye-bye. <laughs>